0: On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Indiana Pacers with an embarrassing fourth-quarter offense. And Jason Kidd says that he knows the answer to the Mavericks' fourth-quarter shooting woes. We'll hear from Kidd, and we'll talk all about it on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. They hate the Mavericks, are NBA champions. He bang, bang. It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you save money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. They can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day and after every post game. We are here. We don't take days off, post games off. We don't take those off. Free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch me right now. Isaac has the night off. He did the great interview with with Mike Shedd, the former Mavericks assistant coach, longtime assistant coach, really knows his stuff. Great interview. Stick to the third segment. Stick around till the third segment in that one. That one was uh, really, really good. So check out that episode that Isaac dropped in in the middle of the day yesterday. I'm here talking about the Mavericks game against the Pacers. This should have been the... You know, Luca Carlisle bowl, whatever you wanted to call it, Rick Carlisle out of this game because of COVID. Hopefully everything's going well for him over there in Indiana. Um, So he did not coach this game and uh, he didn't show up and neither did the Mavericks offense in the fourth quarter. It was not good. That's just all I got to say about this. The Mavericks offense in the fourth quarter was embarrassing for all the things we've heard about this team. Jason Kidd said the other day, we're not built for defense. We're built for offense. Well, if this team is built for offense, you got everybody healthy except for save, you know, Sterling Brown and Willie Colley-Stein, who weren't really impacting the game much anyway. You got everybody healthy. You're playing against an Indiana Pacers team that is literally falling apart at the seams. This team cannot win a game in the fourth quarter. I just went on Lockdown Pacers with Tony East, and he kept talking about how Well, this team, there's a good team in there somewhere. The pieces don't seem to fit, and they just can't win games in the fourth quarter. When it's close late, this team just can't win games. That's what Tony said about the Indiana Pacers, and it's true. You go on Cleaning the Glass, the Indiana Pacers win expected rate. If you just look at the numbers for the Indiana Pacers, their offensive rating, their defensive rating, their effective field goal percentage, all that kind of – all those numbers. You take a look at all those. Cleaning the Glass spits out a number that says – This is the amount of wins that you're getting over or under what we we expect you get. So the Mavericks are like, you know, at the beginning of the season, they were getting a couple more wins than expected because they were winning a lot of clutch games. The Pacers, last in the league, minus 4.7. The Pacers, according to the numbers, should have five more wins than they do right now, essentially, because they keep losing these games in the clutch. They keep falling apart. This team just can't get out of its own way in the fourth quarter. Until the Mavericks come in. This Mavericks team, who also can't get out of their own way. <laughs> it's almost like an unstoppable force meets a immovable object. But I guess you can move the Mavs' offense because it just was not going well for them. And the Pacers run away with it in the fourth quarter. Karis Levert, seven points for him. Brogdon, seven points for him. Those guys didn't even shoot that well. Levert missed a couple shots. Brogdon missed five shots. He missed four threes in the fourth quarter. They still ran away from it. Sabonis scored three points. All off of free throws in the fourth quarter. So he was the one that was killing the Mavs all game, and he didn't. He wasn't even the one that came up big. The Mavericks just could not get themselves a win. Fourth quarter. I put the numbers all out on Twitter. If you can follow me at Nick Van Exit. But the the Mavericks shot twenty seven percent from the field in the fourth quarter. Six of twenty two from three. One of ten from the from from three or six of twenty two from the field. One of ten from three. That's not going to get it done. That's just not going to get it done for the Mavericks. But it's not just all in the shooting because the Mavericks, one of 10 from three. Sure, okay, missed nine threes in the fourth quarter. That's going to be bad. The Mavericks, again, shot terribly from three. But that means they shot five of uh, five of 12 from, from inside. You got to do something else. You got to try something else. No free throw attempts for the Mavericks in the fourth quarter. Hardaway went one of five from three in the fourth quarter. Luca two of seven. Porzingis, two of six. The Mavericks had five offensive rebounds, only scored off of one of them. They just didn't get it done. Didn't get it done. It was unimaginative. There was no effort. There was um, how many times? This was the biggest thing that stood out to me. My, my big takeaway from this game is there. it doesn't seem like they had a plan in the fourth quarter. How many times? But coaching play, I'm not even saying this is all on kid. How many times did the Mavericks at the end of a fourth quarter possession in this game? have the ball in Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell, even Tim Hardaway Jr., somebody else's hands, and it was like a bomb, right? It was just a bomb. He just dropped a bomb in their lap. It's when the shot clock is winding down. You know when the shot clock goes from the normal counting down, and then all of a sudden it turns red, and it's like five seconds left, the last five seconds on the you know the, the graphic on on TV? That's when the ball would go in Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell, you know, even Reggie Bullock, Maxi, these guys that are that should not be asked to make something happen with the ball, and somehow they are. Why? Why are these guys being asked to do this stuff? The team has been built this way, and so now, you know, fans and Mavs Twitter and YouTube comments are all like, "Get Reggie Bullock out of the game. Get Dwight Powell out of the game. Get Tim Hardaway Jr. out of the game. Can't do anything. They're not. This team was not built for those guys to do stuff. This team was not built for guys to do stuff like that." Those guys were, should not be asked to do stuff like that. They should not have the ball with no one else anywhere near them, not getting in any, like, no one else moving, and just literally those guys ISOed on the other side of the court from everyone else with Luca and KP just standing outside the three-point line. That should never happen in a game ever, and yet it's happening in the last five minutes of the game. Oh, it was brutal. Just guys just standing around the perimeter. And Jason Kidd gives an answer about the three-point shooting a little bit later. We'll share it, and I'll play the clip. And I don't think the answer was good enough. I think the answer told us exactly what his plan was and what the Mavericks' plan is for the offense, the shooting, and it goes to this fourth-quarter offense. How many useless possessions did the Mavericks have? The Mavericks started out this game, and it looked like they were just going to turn themselves over. I mean, they had eight turnovers in the first, what, the first, uh, like, 16, 17, 18 minutes of the game. That's a lot. That's a lot of turnovers. Mavericks averaged 12 a game. Had eight turnovers early in the game. And then the beginning of the fourth quarter, they had, just, they had uh, 11. You're like, okay, they cleaned it up. They're starting to get it going. Luca just could score on anybody in the post. I think he took every single pacer into the post and scored on them in the first half. He had 18 points in the first half. He had seven field goal attempts, and I'm pretty sure all of them were against different pacers. Where was that in the fourth quarter? Did he run out of juice? Was the injury? Luca did uh, tweak his ankle a little bit, so maybe it was something there. Where was the KP and Luca pick and roll? Where was it? Where was it that whole fourth quarter? I, I haven't gone back and watched it again, but after a first watch, I don't know if they ran one Luca pick and roll in the fourth quarter. Why? How? How? When this is the thing you're supposed to be trying to figure out this year? Can Luca and KP coexist? Oh well, they don't. They're not beefing. That they, they don't. None of that stuff is happening again. Okay. Well then, let's have them play together. Let's have them run stuff together. Those other guys are out there. The, the Tim Hardaways, the Dorian Finney-Smiths, to finish plays. Why are they out there? You know, like I right, finish the play by just me dropping the ball into your lap with ten seconds left in the shot clock when no one is near you and no one's trying to get open. Ugh, it's on kid. It's on Luca. It's on Porzingis. It's on Tim Hardaway. It's it's on everybody. It's on Brunson. Even like the, all those guys. Just weird stuff late in the game. And then the defense you know, at the end of the game. I mean, Lavert scored on a, a couple of ISOs when Tim Hardaway Junior. was out there. The Mavericks were trying to get some offense, so they threw Tim Hardaway out there instead of keeping Bullock and and Finney Smith out there to guard Brogdon and Lavert. That's a decision you have to make, right? The Mavericks couldn't get any offense going, so they tried to go offense with their lineup. They're having to go offense defense for their lineups and their decision because that's the way the roster is built right now. Coming up, Jason Kidd gave us an answer about the fourth quarter shooting woes. He answered the question from Tim Cato. We're going to share that. I'll talk about it and I'll tell you why. This is this is the answer to this question. Told me a lot about this team. We'll talk about it coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about True Bill. True Bill helps you stop getting your money taken from you. (laughs) If you want a better shooting percentage against your subscriptions, uh, right now, if you're shooting like over five against your subscriptions, meaning that you got five subscriptions that are running and you don't realize it, or you forgot about a couple of them, but you're not using them, Truebill helps you clean that up to where you're shooting a better percentage. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want or need. You can go get it. It saves people on average $720 a year. Truebill has helped over 2 million users save $100 million total. That's insane. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for all those people. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Great time to start it right before the holidays. You don't want to be spending extra money on stuff you don't need right now. So Truebill.com slash could save you thousands a year. Go to Truebill.com slash Check in the description on YouTube or on the podcast for a link if you forget all that kind of stuff. Use the, use the, uh, the promo Lockdown NBA. All right, MFFLs, Lockdown Mavs fans, Raccoon Squad, if you're sticking with me today, again, you're a real one. I say this almost after every single loss because it seems like all these losses have just been brutal. (laughs) But this is the way the the Mavericks team is right now. 104.5 offensive rating. That's not good. (laughs) That's not a good offensive rating. Average in the NBA is 109 right now. The Mavericks, that's their 13th game. Under 109 for an offensive rating in a single game. So half the time they're they're an above average offense, half the time they're a below average offense. It just for this team that was 116 points per 100 possessions over the last 2 years and 2 years ago was the one of the be, is the best offensive rating in NBA history. I just flicked everyone off on accident on YouTube. <laughs> but it was the best offensive rating in NBA history to now have well they have the same roster, which I agree, they do basically have the same roster. To take it to this is confounding. But Jason Kidd was asked by Tim Cato What do you do at this point? He just kind of laid it out there. The Mavericks are still shooting bad and they still are shooting terribly. And the Mavericks finished in this game four of 29. There have only been 25 times in NBA history that a team took at least 29 three point attempts and shot and made four or less of them. 25 times out of like the thousands of games where teams have shot at least 29 threes, they only made four 25 times in NBA history. That's bad. That's another historically bad three point shooting night. So Tim Cato asked, what do you do? What do you do in this case? And Jason Kidd had an answer for it, and I found it kind of interesting. Um, I think the best answer to that question is um, maybe we watch the movie Major League and uh, get a bucket of chicken and uh, we start chanting. Um, I think when you look at the shot quality, um, it's hard to get wide open looks in this league, and, and we're a team that creates a lot of them. So I don't know if it's if we're going to start running people around to take contested threes. I think we live with the shots that we've gotten, and uh, we just have to make them. So his answer, he tries to do a little tongue-in-cheek thing at the end, which he tries to do. He tries to throw a little humor in there. I mean, I, I understand. We throw humor into our podcast because it can't just be doom and gloom all the time. This is sports, and we're supposed to have fun and all that. But he says, why don't we sit down? Maybe we watch the movie Major League, get a bucket of chicken, and start chanting. Basically... Well, we missed shots. Let's just turn in for the night. Let's have some fun. Let's get our mind off of it. We'll come back. We'll rinse, lather, rinse, repeat, and we'll come back tomorrow and try the same thing again. And so you're like, okay, well, he's, you know, I understand coaches have to try tactics like that. They have to get their, you know, players' mind off stuff. That's such a trope in, in sports movies too, right? Like, you got to get your mind off of this. You're thinking too hard about it. You got to go do this. You got to blah, blah, blah. Which is kind of the, the karate kid thing too, right? Like, wax on, wax off, center yourself, all that. And so that, you know, is, is what it is, whatever you think. But that wasn't the part of the answer that I found the most interesting. That second part where he says, we're getting wide open shots. So we're not just going to go try to run around and, and take contested shots now. We're not going to change the way we're, we're, we're taking these shots because we're getting wide open threes. That's the part right there I don't understand. Because now all of a sudden to me it seems... Why should we change anything? We're eventually going to hit these shots. That's what Jason Kidd is saying. Why should I make an adjustment? Why should this team make an adjustment if we're just missing threes? He's taking the same approach that a lot of optimistic fans are taking. And hey, that's kind of what he does. This is a positive world. This is a positive world. We're just living in it. Eventually, these threes are going to go down. Instead of making an adjustment, instead of, let's run some Luka KP pick and rolls so we can get some stuff going around the rim against this team. I know they have Miles Turner, but you got to run something else. You can't just keep chucking up these threes that are getting, that are not going down. So he's not going to make any changes it seems. According to that answer, well, we're not going to we're not going to take bad threes. Why would you want us to take bad threes against, you know, <laughs> with what we're doing right now? We're not saying take bad threes <laughs> against this team. We're not saying go and take bad threes. It's why don't you change up the type of shots that you're getting? Why don't you try some more stuff inside? Luca couldn't miss inside. He took one shot in the paint in the fourth quarter. Or he made one shot. He took two shots. Sorry. Excuse me. He took two shots in the paint in the fourth quarter. Maybe three. One was like on the borderline. That's not going to get it done. Try something else. Try some other things. Try anything else. Because right now it's just not working. You're just banging your head against the wall. I mean. It's a cliche now but the definition of insanity is what? And it seems like that's what the Mavericks are doing with this offense. And it seems like that's what the Mavericks are doing late in this game. The defense for the Mavericks was not terrible I thought. They, they couldn't really stop Sabonis for a while. He scored 24 points, 24 points, 10 boards, 7 assists for him. Um but he was 8 of he was like 8 of 12 early in the fourth and he didn't score he he didn't score any field goals at all in the fourth quarter harris levert started getting hot late he was four seven from three that's not typical for him so a little atypical from him their defense was not Mavs defense was not bad i thought 106 points for the pacers their offensive rating was was not was was 119 that's not that's not good but you hold them to 106 points it's just the mavericks offense that's what i thought the big thing was in this game they didn't try to change anything up they didn't try anything else they just kept, all right, we're just gonna keep shooting these threes, and then we're gonna drop the ball into Dorian and <laughs> Dwight and their laps late in the game or late in the shot clock. And it didn't work. It didn't work for the Mavericks. Moses Brown got some more minutes in this game. That was the maybe a highlight. Uh he had a really good sequence in this game where he um he altered Brogdon's shot. I don't think he got I don't think he got credit for the block on that one. He didn't get any blocks, but he didn't get the credit for the block, but he really altered Brogdon's shot on a drive and then ran the length of the court on the other side and got a dunk. Let's go. That's the type of stuff. I know we mentioned his defense on the last pod when he played, but you got to take your lumps with a young player like that. You're just, you're just throwing him out there to try stuff. You're throwing him out there to, okay, make some mistakes, but you're also going to do some good things too, and that's what he did in this game, and I was, I was excited for him. Josh Green also went out there he had a couple of good plays he had an offensive rebound he had a transition play where he could have had a dunk but he finished in traffic it was a good one for him. It was a good sh- shot made for him. Um, yeah Luca's injury. he said after the game he probably shouldn't have played in the fourth quarter. That was kind of interesting from Luca, but he probably shouldn't have played in the fourth quarter. He was he was hurting and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays in the next upcoming games here. The Mavericks uh, coming up they'll play um, let's see my schedule. The Mavericks will play at the Thunder on Sunday, and then they'll play home for the Hornets on uh, Monday. It'll be interesting to see if Luka plays in that first Thunder game on the road or if he just plays that Hornets game at home. be interesting to see if he does. So you want, be on the lookout for that one. But, I mean, Luka in this game, besides the three-point shooting, which he took a – if you're talking about wasted possessions late in the game, Luka took a step-back corner three <laughs> at the end of this game with about a minute and – you know, minute 35 left. The Mavericks were kind of out of it. They needed to force threes up, but man, that's one you just you barely ever hit. He had 27 points, nine boards, nine assists. Just three turnovers for him in a game with the Mavericks, had 18 turnovers total in the game. That's a pretty good game for Luca. Four or four from the free throw lines. Things are starting to look up. He was getting stuff going, and then it just in the fourth quarter just went all downhill. Just did not just did not happen again. Poor 22 points for him. Two rebounds. <laughs> I know you're playing Savonis and Turner, but if you get seven rebounds between your starting center and your your other starting seven foot three or whatever you want to call Porzingis' position right now, oof, that's brutal. Dwight Powell was really struggling defensively in this game too. I feel like i am broken record when I say that. Max Kaliba, two rebounds too. I mean, the only rebounds for this team came from Luca and Brunson. They're just missed they're just grabbing the long rebounds, but there's no contested rebounds for the Mavericks in this game really at all. Dorian had six, but, all right, well, there you go, there you go, that's that's how this game went, that's how the Mavericks played in this game, that's a tough one, they got it, it feels like every other game now, it's, ah, bounce back win, it's, ah, disappointing loss, bounce back win, disappointing loss, does Jason Kidd make any adjustments, from that clip, it doesn't sound like it, and if he doesn't make any adjustments, then I think this is a one-year thing, but we'll see, it's a long year. It's a long season. Things can turn around. If you heard Mike Shedd on the podcast yesterday, um, you know eventually maybe the threes start falling, the floodgates open, and this Mavericks team turns it around. That's what they're waiting for right now. That's what we're waiting for, and that's what they're waiting for. It's concerning that they're waiting for it. We're, we're just sitting here saying what's happening, and you guys are just sitting there watching what's happening. But for them to be saying, well, we're just waiting for these threes to go down too, is concerning. So I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that, guys. We appreciate you listening to the show, watching the show, hanging out with us all the time. We appreciate you making us part of your life. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every single day. Now go check out Lockdown Bets to get some weekend bets for you going, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps.